Welcome everybody back to an episode of Influencer Insights where we have Mel Bell from Cooldale, Alberta, which is just outside of Lethbridge. And she's joining us tonight from her deck, which in Saskatchewan, it's almost dark and she's got some, some evening light yet. So it's good to see your smiling face here on the uh, podcast tonight. So welcome, Mel. Good to have you here. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Thank you for joining. I know we talked a little while. You shared with me about your your modeling experience and how you've kind of had some great opportunities, even out in Lethbridge and that sort of thing. So, so looking forward to hearing your story a little bit as we get into that tonight. So, can you give us a little bit of an update, a little background on yourself? What's it like to live in Coaldale? Uh, family, friends, how how did you get started modeling? Any of that stuff. So, I am forty one. I got three sons. Um, two are which pretty much adults, 19, 17, and 11-year-old. Um, I got started modeling actually quite young. My parents put me into modeling at the age of 10. Right Not so much for the modeling aspect. It was more for the etiquette because yes. I was the tomboy. Okay. So. Okay. How did it, was it like a local fashion yeah. show or something? How did you? It was, it was just a local agency in okay. Lethbridge. Okay. So, Got together. Wanted the etiquette aspect of the modeling. And well, that stuck, but I seemed to go a lot farther than what we thought. Yeah. Well, good to hear. You never know where those success stories sometimes start and that sort of thing. So, uh, how old were you then, roughly? I started modeling at 10. At 10. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, 10 years old, you were. Uh, was it walking on a runway or was it just taking photos at that time or where did it go? It was runway, couple of commercials oh cool and couple Anything, of clothing stuff we could go find on youtube if we wanted to go check it out or um i think most of it's probably not on youtube <laughs> not there yet you'd be surprised what's on the internet right but it's <laughs> oh. <laughs> never know where it'll come so that's good cool so you're from kind of the alberta area you grew up and you're kind of uh, started a modeling career out there how far away from uh, Coldale, have you gotten to go modeling? Has it just been locally or have you able to take some opportunities? Um, or? I've done local everywhere in Alberta. I've gone out to Toronto. Oh, wow. I competed in Toronto for Miss Alberta and Miss Canada. Cool. I am currently Miss Alberta 2021, 2022. And I did win Miss Canada Tourism Intercontinental 2021, 2022. Very cool. How did you uh, how did you get it? The Miss Incontinental one, that one kind of I, I haven't heard of that before. Where did that? How did you find out about uh, that? The pageants mm -hmm. actually. Someone was on one of my sites, my Instagram, and asked if I'd be interested in running for Miss Alberta and Miss Canada. So sure. looked into it, and I thought, you know, why not give it a shot? Cool, cool, and that took place in Toronto as Toronto. well, or. Yeah. Okay. In Toronto. How long does it take to go through a pageant like that? Is that just like a week trip or is it a couple of days or? It was 10 days. So it was four days doing regionals. So like each province. And then for, it was six days for the nationals. Okay. Okay. And how many people would have competed from say Alberta? Uh, there was for my title, there was five people that made it because they do screenings before you go up, right? Okay, cool. So, Right on. Very cool. What's your favorite uh, site to go see in Toronto when you're out there? Gotta say the CN Tower. Is that right? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's a long we ways off the ground. We went up there. It was pretty nice. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Get to see the whole city. So do you do you make that part of your stop every time you go now? Um, now it's going to be yes. Okay. Right yeah. on. Very cool. Very cool. And how many times out to Toronto? Just the, the three for those pageants, or? Um. Yeah, I've been out there three times for those. What kind of helped you, I guess, pursue modeling and decide to keep in, like, you know, you've been doing it for a few years now. <laughs> and so yeah. what kind of has been the, the motivation or the, the drive to keep going all the way through that, that timeline? Um, I enjoy it. I, that's pretty much like, it's, it's my extracurricular activity. <laughs> cool. Like I enjoy the influence I have on people. Mm-hmm. and young women mm-hmm. i enjoy the public speaking aspect of it cool i enjoy just the whole aspect of it there's a lot to it yeah 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 so you've done some shoots and some runways and some speaking what kind of speaking do you get to do when you're when you're modeling like that well i've done talks in school and like um for miss canada and miss alberta my main platform I chose to choose mental health. What was your, I guess, direction in mental health? What were this, some of the things you brought up to people? Well, mental health awareness and mm-hmm. the, the stigmatism around it and mm-hmm. all of that. Like my myself, I suffer from really bad anxiety. So, and I have family that members that are bipolar and so on and so forth. So right. I see how it affects them. I have lost someone to suicide uh, oh my, Sorry my youngest son's father so that's why i chose to go on the line of you know representing standing up for mental health yeah it's uh terrible to go through those things and it's unfortunate without having that awareness that sometimes you don't realize what people are going through until it's fortunately too late right so yeah so yeah yeah and that's that's awesome uh, be, using your platform your opportunities to shine light on those things i think is such a great yeah gift you can give back to the world right so so yeah being a model for a while uh, you've probably seen some some highs and lows in the industry working wherever you've been do you do you want to get into some of the the low points and some of the things to watch out for if somebody else is starting as a model or you just got to be very careful like low points would be pick and choose who you work with okay good for photographers pick and choose who you work with yep um don't let them push you into doing anything you're not comfortable with yeah so i've been asked a couple of times to do some shoots that i don't feel so comfortable with and i'll tell them like not happening sorry buddy (laughs) exactly (laughs) seem to be a common theme do you have some general rules that you kind of follow when you're maybe meeting for a tfb for meeting a photographer that kind of thing or um we always meet like when we meet up for a photographer if I've never shot with them before, I talk to other photographers I know and that will know them. Like, I want to know who I work with before I walk into a situation. Absolutely. Because you never know nowadays. Oh, man. World is a weird place. <laughs> I... <laughs> Have you ever had any offers or moments where you just left the shoot or just got out of there and that kind of thing if things went sideways? or? I have walked out of one shoot. Okay. I felt really uncomfortable. He asked me to do some poses I wasn't comfortable with. Yeah. And just kept on kind of pushing it. Sure. And like shoots done. 
Yeah. And I went home. Okay. And do, do you mind if I ask how old you were at that time? Is that recent or is it, was that a few years ago or? That was recent. Okay. Okay. My goodness. Yeah. I'm not sure if this being alone <laughs> in COVID makes people do funnier things or not, but it's certainly been a, <laughs> I've heard that story quite a few times in, in doing these interviews and stuff. So. Yeah. Quite common. Okay. Common. Yeah. Yeah, no. So definitely things to be watching out for if you're going to do a show to your, somebody listening to this yourself, right? Make sure you put those boundaries in place and and yeah. know what not to do. But uh, mm -hmm. what's the most fun shoot that you've gotten to do? Like a page shoot um, or what do you like to do? I just did one up in Calgary. It was done as a paparazzi style. So it cool. was done for a photographer I've worked, I've worked with a couple of times. Okay. He actually teaches photography as well. Okay. So he hired myself and another model to come up and model so he could teach light lighting and all that. So right it was on. it was fun. It was at like one of the local parks there and outside and there is about fifteen well no it, about twelve photographers. So okay. it was done in paparazzi style, which you know, you don't usually do a paparazzi style shoot, right? Right. So that was quite fun seeing all these different pictures when we got them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were obviously the celebrity and, and how many photographers came? About 12. Okay. Well, that's a lot of lights flashing at once, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So are those going to be photos we're going to get to see on your Instagram at some point? or? Uh, yes. Cool. Yes, they are on Very my Instagram. Cool. Well, that would be fun. more. I, I suppose I, I had never thought about that before because you see red carpet events and you see people, you know, getting their picture all taken. You think that's a lot of fun, but it must be a lot of stress too, because you've got people coming from different angles. And I mean, yeah, yeah. it's, um, it's a lot of stress. You're trying to make eye contact with every single one of them okay. <laughs> at different angles. And it's just, you're constantly, you don't really have time to react. And you get some pretty bad pictures too. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> we all have those. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, that sounded like a lot of fun. So what are some of the, uh, I guess, the big pros and cons of the industry as a whole? I, like, I mean, again, we've had a lot of people on here that are, uh, you know, maybe more recent to the, the industry and that sort of thing. But somebody with some experience, I'd love to hear uh, what the long big pictures look like for you or things that you've seen evolve over the years, good things, um, maybe bad things. There's been a lot that has evolved over the years. Like um, the industry, I like the industry. I think mm -hmm. it's big because I did take 19 years off to raise a family. So I re just got back into it. Cool. And it was like, I picked up from where I kind of left off. Oh, cool. So it didn't take very long for me to get full back in the swing of it found your niche and the people you wanted to work with and where you went to. Yeah. Uh, if somebody was brand new and they were just going to start in this today or they're thinking about getting into being a model and stuff like that, what would be some advice you'd give your younger self, I guess? You know what? Go for it. Do the, t do the TFPs, get pictures done, get yourself out there, be willing to work with people that you're comfortable with. Sure. Um, try different things. Go for the experience. Yeah. You never know. Life's short. Enjoy every moment, right? So exactly. Do your sons model at all now that now that you're in the industry or um my youngest son just asked to start. So Very cool. 
he's just started. He did his first photo shoot. So cool. we got to make him up in Instagram and start putting that out there. Of course. So of course. I got competition in the house now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you guys will be doing shoots all over the place now, right? This way and that way. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. very cool. Very cool. Um, what's something that, you know, people don't know about you that's kind of fun that maybe they don't see because being posed on a camera that everybody's got a uh, perception of you but what are some things about you personal life that, that people don't know that you like to do or I things people wouldn't know unless they know me I am almost deaf I do oh. wear it okay I take them out for the shoot and I read a lot of lips yes so I uh I have my full native status okay right on cool oh so, I've had brain surgery, which is really? a big one. What so, kind of brain surgery? That's I what everybody had, uh, cavernoma, which is similar to a tumor removed. Okay. Wow. My goodness. So you're doing good and recovered and all those yeah, things. Everything's all good. Wow. Well, wow, very cool. Very cool. What What's something about you that, uh, you know, because like I'm a leadership guy, if you haven't picked up on that, but, uh, and part of leadership is you know, you're obviously the, the person standing up, you're being the person in front of people and putting yourself out there in ways that most people aren't. And a lot of that has a lot of strain on us mentally, right? So what are some of the things that you do to combat that? Do you have some daily rituals? Do you have things that you, you do to kind of get yourself psyched up? Or what's what's that process like for Mel? I I take me time almost every day. Cool. So cool. it's if it's a half an hour, an hour sitting there, in the bathtub or just vegging out nice. my own thing. Yep. Hiding out from the kids in the car. <laughs> Driving away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sitting in the driveway in the car. Right on. But I need that time to myself mm -hmm. to recharge. Sure. Sure. So ha have you found that uh, like being a mom and using I mean, raising kids is tough and I've, I've only been a dad for nine months. So I, I'm kind of like getting used to this whole thing, but you've done it for a while. Uh, have you found that, that you time that you kind of practice while raising kids has helped you in other areas in life now that you've kind of developed those, those habits and that sort of thing or. Yeah. Um, it just makes, if I, if I can take care of myself, I can take care mm -hmm. of my children, my life, my passions a lot mm -hmm. better. Yes. You yeah, need cool. to make sure you take care of your needs before you can take care of others. Very well said. Yeah, very well said. I've got in my points here, and I know you've read the questions before, but I uh, just asked about telling us about a low point in your life. Is there some area of life that you kind of thought about that kind of takes you back to a moment of, of I don't know, struggle or challenge or whatever? Uh, my low point <laughs> was I, I was in an abusive relationship. Oh, my. For three years with my youngest son's father okay. before he passed away. Right. So he was suffering mental illness and all of that as well. Mm -hmm. you know, that would probably be the lowest point. Okay. That's <laughs> a pretty common story. And I think, uh, you know, people that are, and it's, I don't know if it's good thing or a bad thing. I haven't quite decided yet, but I've seen a lot of people getting into the modeling industry and, and often looking for relationship and that sort of thing. And sometimes I think uh, we're a little bit more vulnerable when we're looking and that sort of thing. So would you, would you say that for, you know, young girls or that are getting into this, like uh, watching out for those signs in a relationship is maybe important right up front or just choose. 
you treat people, you teach people how to treat you. Oh, well. Is what I kind of go by right now mm -hmm. is you're going to treat, you're going to teach someone to treat you with respect, right? Yes. So you teach them how to treat you and don't put up with anything that you wouldn't want to. Absolutely. No, that's good. Good. What was, uh, what was your support system like around you? You know, I don't know if parents or friends or whatever, when you're in, in those tough relationships, are they, are they telling you things that you don't want to hear or how does that go? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, they tell you, get out. They see it. They, but it's not all that easy. Mm. It isn't as easy as it should be. Mm -hmm. So. How do you, uh, just because I'm curious, but how, how do you respond to that internally when people are like, hey, you should move that person out or you should move on from that person or, or leave them or whatever? Like, how do you, you know, internally you usually have some defense mechanism that says like, hey, I don't want to do this or hey, they're well, wrong or they don't understand or. You, you defend them. You, you defend the person you love, right. right? If you love them, even though you know you shouldn't or it's hurting you to love them. Yeah you're going to defend yeah right so you try to defend it to your friends to your family and well you know in the back of your mind they're right that's the worst part <laughs> yeah <laughs> what uh wh what was the breaking i mean obviously that unfortunate circumstance uh, he, yeah. he decided to end it himself but i mean were you at a place where like how did that affect you was that hard or were you ready to move from a relationship or when he ended it we he hit me three days before he ended it for the last oh time and oh i i ended up saying enough like he was charged again wow and like we're done i can't do this it was it wasn't just that he hit me mm -hmm. he he was getting charged with attempted murder as well because he put his hands around my neck and strangled me till i passed out oh my goodness so um, that's when I said, enough. I got three boys. I don't want my boys to get this normal. My kids will never lay a hand on a woman. Yeah. And it, it was done. And he couldn't accept that or he couldn't handle it. And he knew was, he was facing jail time this time. So he chose to do what he did. Right. So. Right. And wow. when it came to an end, there was a lot of internal struggle with myself because you're thinking, um, it was almost like I kind of blamed myself at the beginning, but then you realize I have no control over his response. I can right. only control how I respond to things, yes. not how other people respond to them. Yes. So. Wow, what a revelation that you have in that moment, right? When it takes sometimes long ways to get there, but that probably is a life-changing experience for forever now for you, right? So. Yeah. If you saw somebody else in that same scenario, what would you be? What would you be telling them now? I would tell them just if they need to get out, get out. There is help out there. Mm -hmm. There is agencies to help. Um, I've known, I've helped a friend out of okay. a situation like that. Wow. Because she had nowhere to go. It's like, well, just leave. Come, come live at my house. Yeah, better so, than being in that situation, right? So. Yeah and got, got them set up with agencies and places to go and. Awesome. Well, so. yeah, uh, there's nothing more beautiful in the world going through a, a 
tough scenario and be able to turn that around and and use it to help somebody else right so that's a that's an amazing story there Mel so thank you thank you what are some some dreams of yours going forward now that you've kind of recovered and you've had some success as a model and your mom is great but that's you know the boys are doing well on their own there too so what are some ambitions now that you're in your prime there so um now that I'm like where I I just want to like see where it goes. Want to cool. see how far I could take it. Nice. I want to I'll do it keep on doing it as long as I'm having fun with it. Good. Good. So, do you have anything booked in the meantime or um I have a couple of shoots booked. Cool. cool. So, stuff we should I, be watching. I, yeah. Well, I do work full time, so Okay. <laughs> do you mind if I ask what you do full time? I operate equipment at a food processing plant, so Very I'm cool. a hard hat steel toe girl boot. <laughs> awesome. So you know how to to play it tough and uh, play it soft at the same time, right? So that's awesome. Exactly. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. No, that's awesome. So you got lots of things going uh, coming up and going that way. Um, if if people want to get a hold of you, if they want to hear more about your story, if they want to connect with you maybe they've got their own things to share and that kind of thing they want some support what would be what are some good ways to get a hold of you um my instagram's probably the best to get a hold of me okay it's and the underscore mad underscore mel with two l's awesome cool cool well make sure if you're listening to this that you will give mel a a follow and yeah go give her some likes on instagram that always makes everybody feel good so so sure <laughs> check out some of her awesome photos she's done some great work i've seen it so um, what are what are some closing thoughts when you're thinking about modeling and going forward and people starting in this and and needing support? What are what are some areas that that you know would really help or encourage others? So? Um, friends in the industry are great support. Mm. Networking is very important, yeah. but most of all, I find it's people holding themselves back. Take that okay. chance. Take that risk. Right. You, you don't know if you're not going to go for that audition. It's Put yourself sure. out there and believe in yourself. Confidence. Sure. Who cares what anybody else thinks, right? Exactly. You only live once. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Cool. Well, that's a really good way to wrap it up, I think. And uh, yeah, we kind of buzzed through our questions here, but I really heard some awesome stuff in your story there, Mel. And I really do appreciate you taking time to join us on this because, you know, the reason I started a community online for this, because I saw that there's a lot of people that are feeling very alone and they're, they're lacking that confidence and that opportunity to connect and network. So, so telling your story kind of boosts that for everybody else, gets that encouragement out and, and uh, forces us all a little bit out of our comfort zone where we see somebody doing something really cool. So, so thank you very much for your time. And uh, I guess we'll let you get back to your wonderful looking deck there and uh, the beautiful sunset there. So thank you. Right on. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate the time you've given us today. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd encourage you to subscribe yourself and share this with a friend. And while I have your attention, if you're a model or you're an influencer and you're looking to become better known in the industries, one of the best ways to succeed is by increasing your mental stamina and bringing strong levels of personal confidence to the table. And if that's something you've been looking for, I'm inviting you to join me, Coach Ben, for Model Mindset Mentoring, during which in each session we'll meet talk through roadblocks in your path, dissect damaging lies or repeat themselves over and over, build actionable steps to take you to the Wonder Woman or Man levels of confidence, giving your career the liftoff you need. 
This process is a lot like a weekly mental retreat where you bring all the burdens of the week, they're dropped off, and you leave with a renewed strength of a supermodel owning the catwalk of your career. So if that's something you're interested in, feel free to message me on Instagram at benq.coach or join our Facebook group. You'll find the links in the show notes below. Look forward to working together. Thank you.